Good morning and welcome. I wanted to thank you all for the best, worst birthday I ever had. Many of you were there. But before we can get to that story, I have to rewind a few months to the election of 2016. I don't know how you took it. I didn't take it that well. I remember going to work that week, and, and I work with clients in their homes. And I visited a client in a rural area, and her dad came up to me and said, how was your Tuesday? Did you have a good Tuesday? And I wanted to die. I went to the next client, which was a family who had emigrated here from a war-torn region of the Middle East. And they invited me to sit down to dessert and coffee and to talk about the election. They wanted to know how I felt. And I gave the standard white person response. I'm shocked and disappointed. And they said, yeah, the anti-immigrant sentiment in America is getting so bad, we think we might have to move, but we don't know where to go. And that broke my heart, in part because we were in my hometown. And over the next few months, I had this growing feeling where I didn't belong here, that the people I cared about were no longer welcome, that my ideas were on the fringe, that this wasn't my country. And nothing anybody could say or do made me feel any better. I tried giving to charitable causes. I tried volunteering with refugees. I didn't feel any better. A few months passed, glued to the news. Not a great idea. Friday, January 20th came. The inauguration was impossible to ignore. And on Saturday, I woke up. It was my 30th birthday. I was determined to have a good day. So I woke up early. I went to the salon. I got my hair done because it's my birthday. And I got in the car. I put on my resist playlist that I had made, which has a ton of Beyonce on it, and I am barreling down Highway 94, and I'm singing, um, <laughs> all the women who independent, throw your hands up at me, and I'm barreling down the highway, and I arrive at Women's March on Washington Sister March in St. Paul. And I know many of you were there. I know there were several buses leaving from this congregation. I will say I have no idea where you are, and I never found you. <laughs> I think you were stuck in traffic, which is an awesome problem to have. So I wandered this giant group of people. I remember walking up to one person and saying, hey, do you know where the Unitarian Universalists are? And she says, oh, honey, they're everywhere. <laughs> Great. Eventually, I found a little pod of other UUers from Minnesota who also could not find their group. Somebody handed me a sign, and then all of a sudden we were marching, and we were singing, and we were chanting. We listened to the speaker. It was a great few hours. Hopped into the car, more Beyonce. Who runs the world, girls, girls? Who runs the world, girls, girls? All right. Arrived at play practice. I was in Godspell that spring. And when I auditioned as a UUer, I was thinking, this show's kind of Jesus-y though, right? The way we did it, our production, it was really wonderful. The show is really about a community coming together and what it's like when the leader of that community passes away. 
which was a really powerful message for all of us in that moment. And I arrived at rehearsal to pussycat hats as far as the eye could see and people wearing their t-shirts and everyone was just on fire because a lot of them had been at the march. And I can't tell you how good it felt to sing to each other. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. But if that light's under a bushel, it's lost something kind of crucial. You've got to stay bright to be the light of the world. That felt so good. Then, hop in the car, more Beyonce, go to my birthday party, which my husband has been generously preparing for and cooking for the whole day, and get to hang out with my friends. We get to listen to music by Stephen Sondheim. Swing your razor wide, Sweeney. It's my birthday. <laughs> go to bed, wake up, come here. And I will say that service was on fire. We had this wonderful soloist, Angela Henderson, Angela Henderson, and she sang a song, boy, that I needed to hear. She sang, and I'm not going to do it justice, sometimes you have to encourage yourself, sometimes you have to speak victory during the test. I needed to hear that. I think a lot of us needed to hear that. And it was an amazing service. It was so amazing that I have taken that whole weekend and held it with me the whole year. And what I've really found out, more than anything, if you if you go online, you can find a recording of this song, and it is amazing to listen to any time that you feel low. The, um, the recording is not us, and it's not Angela, but it is another wonderful gospel choir. And the woman in that gospel choir will just yell out the most amazing, affirming things you've ever heard, like, sometimes you gotta look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I can make it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> And, and so if you're ever feeling low, Google encourage yourself gospel song and you will feel so much, you'll feel encouraged. And so that service has been with me all year. And what I've really learned of, from this whole weekend, from that whole experience, two things. One, uh, women of color know more about suffering, about resistance, about injustice and about hope than I could ever hope to learn in a lifetime. When they speak, we should listen to them. When they sing, we should definitely listen to them. And two, communities create music and music creates communities. Communities is where we find hope and hope sings. Come, let us worship together. <laughs>